1: Hey, everyone, Mad Max here, and I want to tell you about DGen Gear. What's that? You've already heard me talk about DGen Gear? You know about it already? Then shame on you for not buying it yet. You could be draping yourself in near-eliteness or covering your own Zeke
0: physique with a shirt made just for you. Head over to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com, click on the DGen Shop icon, buy our gear, keep the lights on around here, and go full DGen.
2: Absolute Sports Betting Degeneracy.
0: Hey, everybody. Arch here. It is Thursday night, which can only mean you're asking yourself why why did I bet the Kansas City Chiefs? What's going on, Sex Panther?
1: Uh, Every time we say Kansas City Chiefs, I ask myself that. You know, we thought we were wrapping this thing up a couple weeks ago, but now it's bowl season. So we get the crew together again and we uh, talk about some bowl games. And as Zebra pointed out pre-show, this will be some serious gambling because we really don't know shit about this stuff.
0: (laughs) What's going on, Zebra?
1: Yeah, you know,
3: same old, same old. Thursday night football. At least this week, it's one that's actually entertaining to watch, and the teams look like NFL teams. But yeah, this the the bowl season. I mean, it's fun. I, I love coming. You know, you come home and there's games on to watch all day and all night a lot of times. But it's one thing you got to remember during bowl season is before you bet any game, you got to check the game for cooties.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah.
3: You got to look for coaches. You got to look for opt outs transfers and injuries because lord only knows there's all kinds of them in every game
0: yeah and there's even more cooties now too out there you know <laughs> the people are sitting and can't play all right let's pull this up you guys sent me your lists uh panther we'll start with you we're looking at app state western kentucky it looks like app state minus three
1: Yeah. So I'll give the listeners a real uh, quick breakdown of what we're doing here. So we're going to cover the games that start tomorrow night and take us up till next Thursday. We'll do another show next Thursday that'll cover the rest of the, of the bowl games. So we're looking at the, you know, the next seven days, starting with Western Kentucky and Appalachian State. You know, Appalachian State is always, always going to have such a, a very dear place in my heart for that, you know, legendary upset of that team up north about 15 years ago. But in this game here, man, it, it was so hard to fade them. You look at Appalachian State, they had a great season 10 and 3. Their losses were, you know, Louisiana, uh, Miami. Actually, I think it was Louisiana twice. Uh, And then Miami, uh, Florida. So they've played a decent schedule, uh, lost against ranked teams. But Western Kentucky, the thing I like about this team is they are an absolute offensive juggernaut. They're just their last five games. They've put up 41, 53, 52, 42, 48 points. They put so much pressure on the opponents to keep up with them. I just don't think Appalachian State has enough offense here. I'm going to put. $10 Ten dollars on the Hilltoppers. Whoa, you're going way back. You throttled way back. Yeah, it's fucking gambling, dude. I, I don't trust any of this stuff. Okay,
3: uh, th- this one's going to be interesting because this is—I mean, this is a clash of styles, if there ever was one. Um, like you said, Western Kentucky likes to get it going. They like to—they like to play shootouts. And Appalachian State has some pretty impressive—you um, know—defensive numbers this year. Obviously, the bookmakers think that it's going to be Western Kentucky's pace and Western Kentucky type of game with the total being sixty six and a half. I don't have a play on this, but if you're an Appalachian State backer, uh, the under should be very attractive.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. It does look a little in my mind. It looks a little high just to, just to touch high. I don't like it opened at two and a half. It looks like it opened at two and a half for App State. And then for some reason, it went to three, and I have no idea why it went to three. I've been hunting this down. I can't find a lot of people backing App State. Looks like everyone's jumping on Western Kentucky. I don't know if we're looking at a secret reverse trap here with a weird line movement. A lean App State here, but I don't like this one, smells. Next up on Panthers list, we're looking at UTEP and Fresno State. UTEP catching 11.5.
1: Yeah, UTEP, I'm surprised they're even bowl eligible. That's seven (laughs) and five. They've they've lost four of their last five, and a couple of those in more than convincing fashion. Matter of fact, the game that they won was, uh, as Zebra likes to talk about, everybody cooks rice. Even UTEP did that. Going against a Fresno State team, it's been pretty damn good all season long. Um, They've been putting up points, 40 against San Jose. Thirty against San Diego State. Um, they did have that little blemish against Boise State, where they just absolutely did not show up. But th- this is a game where I think the better team is just going to show up and take the Miners out to the woodshed. I'm going to lay the eleven and a half hmm. and put a dime on the Bulldogs. Uh, this one's got me a little
3: confused. I mean, you you obviously had Fresno State's coach um, take off for Washington uh you know they've, they've named jeff tedford the head coach he won't coach in this game and after the coach left jake hayner decided he was gonna enter the transfer portal and then he decided he wasn't going to enter the transfer portal so he's still there but the interim coach has not named a starting quarterback when hayner was the quarterback all year uh there's two freshmen uh, jalen henderson and logan fife that mm-hmm. he's considering between those two and hayner mm-hmm. I don't know where to go with this one. I mean, if Jake Haner's the quarterback, I like Fresno State, but not knowing what the game plan is going to be, I I can't touch this game.
0: It seems like too many points—eleven and a half. I don't know. It opened at fourteen and a half, went quickly down to eleven and a half. That's where we're at now. I guess I'll lean UTEP here, just on you know general principle. I'm not laying eleven points, so uh, yeah, another one just for you, Sex Panther. No one's agreeing with you so far. You should be happy.
1: This is a good sign. This is a really good sign. (laughs) UAB BYU up next. UAB plus seven. Uh, UAB, the Blazers eight and four this season. Um, You know, they have that Close three point loss to uh, Utah, uh, Texas San Antonio. But the thing that stands out for me is they lost a rice. Like everybody cooks rice except the Blazers, I guess. Um, but BYU, you know, we, we talked about them last year, talked about them this year, and they've actually really gone on a really good run here. Listen to this 35 points, 34 points, 59, 66, uh, 21. They beat Washington State. They beat, I mean, they beat. Uh, I think they had like four wins against the Pac-12, uh, so that BYU had a really good season. I, the thing that surprises me here is that this is only a seven-point line. I think BYU should be damn near double digits. I don't know if Vegas has got this wrong or I'm just missing something, but I'm going to lay that touchdown on the Fighting Mormons. You
3: know this BYU obviously had hopes of of. Finding themselves in an upper tier bowl game. I mean, they finished ten and 13th in the college football playoff ranking. Yet here they are, first weekend of bowl season, playing in a in a you know a nothing bowl. I don't know where the motivation is going to come from for BYU in this game. I. I, I First, I like the number as well when you're saying the BYU with with, with just the seven and why is it only seven, but I think Vegas is telling us that there might not be much motivation there with BYU. Although I'm trying to talk myself out of it, I'm going to stick on BYU. I'm going to lay the seven, would not go seven and a half. If it stays at seven, I'll lay the seven for a quarter. All
0: right, 25. Oh, this one opened at nine. So Vegas tried. They dangled it out there. They dangled the nine out there. And no, I guess no one took it because it's down to seven. Now six and a half. You guys are laying six and a half here. I think Zebra stumbled onto something about lack of motivation here from BYU. I think they're disappointed. They're just going to be bummed out. BYU wins but does not cover. Give me UAB plus the seven.
1: Well, I do like that it's down to six and a half. So yeah. I just need it one touchdown. That's it. Yeah.
0: Eastern Michigan Liberty up next. Eastern Michigan plus nine and a half.
1: What happened to the Liberty Flames? You know, last year, what were they like 11 and one? And this year they started off red hot. Now they've lost their last three games. Again, you know, I'm not going to hang them for losing to 16th ranked Ole Miss, who's now top 10 ranked Ole Miss. Um, But then they lost the Raging Cajuns. Not going to hang them for that one. And then they got whacked by the Army. I mean, what's going on here? 14, 14, and 16 is their output coming from Malik Willis, who's supposed to be one of the top quarterbacks in next year's draft. Um, I, I don't know what's going on here with Liberty. And I I get why they're favored. I just don't get why they're favored by nine and a half. Eastern Michigan's not great. Uh, They got whacked by Central Michigan their last time out by 21 points. I'm not a big fan of the Mac schools in in general, Um, but uh, I think Eastern Michigan can keep it within the nine and a half. So I'll put 10 bucks and take those points on the Eagles.
3: Uh, you know, Eastern Michigan finished fourth, I think, in the in their side of the MAC, which is not that impressive. It's hard to believe they're actually in a bowl game, but obviously, anyone that has a 500 record or better <laughs> is going to be in one. Um, it's like making sure the
0: NBA for- playoffs, man
3: yeah or the NHL playoffs right, exactly right. or some of the fantasy leagues that Panther has where he wants to put <laughs> 75% of the league in the playoffs um i, I liberty is yeah they again they had that big year last year they couldn't back it up again this year for some reason i like mac teams in bowl games i i don't know why i think the conference has a chip on its shoulder they're you know they're not even considered one of the um You know, we've got the power five and then we've got the whatever they call it with the next group, but the Mac's not even part of that. Um, I think these schools come out with a chip on their shoulder and come out to play when it comes bowl time. I'd love to see this get to 10, but. I will take the, I'll take Eastern Michigan plus the nine and a half. Um, They score enough points to where I think uh, this game won't be decided by double digits. So give me Eastern Michigan for nine and a half for a quarter. I was so
0: close to betting this one. I was right on the edge. Just couldn't quite do it. Couldn't quite do it. I think you guys are both going to cash this one. I was almost there. No kiss to death. So you're safe. Eastern Michigan covers that nine and a half.
1: We are never safe when we agree.
0: (laughs) Utah State, Oregon State next up. Uh, Utah State plus seven and a half, it looks like.
1: Yeah, I feel like there's going to be some agreement here. Uh, You know, Utah State, if they were actually in the Pac-12, might be like the second or third best team. I mean, they're probably every bit as good (laughs) as the Utah Utes. Um, going against Oregon State, who I seven and five. They must have been, beat a bunch of Division two schools. Because I see they lost to Oregon by eleven. They lost to god awful Colorado. They lost by fourteen to Cal. Like who they beat? Stanford. Come on. Uh, I think Utah State takes care of business here. Wins outright. But you're going to give me seven points. I'm inclined to take them. Ten bucks on the Aggies. You're getting seven and a half, by the way. That's ridiculous. <laughs> you know, you
3: know, how what's that line? Did you say six and a half?
0: Seven and a half. A look, you know,
3: I, I didn't have much success this year, but when I did have success, Utah State was a team I was on quite a bit. I was on them in the conference championship game. Um, I'm gonna be on them again in the bowl game. I, I don't see why I mean they got they got a really good quarterback in Bonner um they score points i I, i'm taking the underdog in this one as well you give me more than a touchdown in this game i'm gonna jump on it so um i'm gonna lose another quarter by agreeing with the panther (laughs) taking utah state plus seven and a half
0: i'm right there with you guys again i almost almost bet this one i couldn't quite get the the little wiggle room i like to get before i can bet a game so just a lean for me you two you two are on your own
2: Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. All right.
0: Next up, we got Louisiana, Lafayette, and Marshall. Marshall plus five and a half or Lafayette minus five.
1: Yeah, you know, Louisiana started off the season playing the Texas Longhorns, lost that game kind of convincingly, about 20 points. Then they went on to rattle off 12 straight wins, a lot of them in pretty convincing fashion. Um, You know, they beat App State uh, to, to get here to this, I guess this is the, Crown Bowl for, for them in that conference. But, uh, you know, they've they ran the table. And it, the thing is, their defense on, on the season, they've given up 18.3 points per game. You go down the list here and you look, and they gave up 16, 16, 14, uh, including Liberty is one of those. They beat them 42 to 14. Like this Louisiana team is really, really good. You know, we, we've liked Marshall, I think, for a long time. We, you know, Randy Moss came from there and Chad Pennington. We, we know the history of the thundering herd but it's just not been the same team this year they have picked up five losses they gave up 53 to that western kentucky team that um we talked about earlier i just don't know if the thundering herd are going to keep up here with the raging cajuns so it's only five i feel like louisiana can handle it i'll lay the five and bet louisiana
3: Oh my goodness! You think we were in the same room talking about this stuff? Um, the only th- the thing that concerns me about Louisiana is their coach, uh, Billy Napier took the Florida job. Yeah, he stuck around, coached them through the conference championship game, and is there going to be a letdown? Now, the new head coach was from the staff, so he's there. You know, this kind of like like the Notre Dame situation. So I think the team's going to come out fired up to play for their new head coach. Again, another contrast in styles where Louisiana has has a, a lethal defense, and Marshall likes to score points. But I think in this one, the defense is going to prevail. Um, I see Louisiana winning this game and and winning it kind of easily. So I'm laying the five with with the raging Cajuns and and joining for the fourth time tonight, oh joining the Panther on probably what's going to be the wrong side.
0: Oh boy, this is going to be a fun week. You know what? I'm I'm going to do it. Marshall, five and a half. It's close. It's close enough to make me think I should do it because it is five, five and a half. I hate that number. So if something really smells, I'll do it. I'll take Marshall plus the, plus the, plus the five and a half, 25 bucks. You guys talked me into it. Thank you. Uh, Let's see here. We got Miami. I got to find this one. North Texas, Miami, Ohio. Next up Miami of Ohio, minus three.
1: And look at this name the North Texas Mean Green. Wasn't wasn't that the name of the team from the I can't remember who that starred Star Lord thing from the 80s or whatever it was the quarter but like a 40 year old quarterback was the Mean Green or something. So that made me think of but going against another Max school the Miami Redhawks. Um, I do they lost to Kent State. They they lost to Ohio. They beat Bowling Green. They're trash. They beat Ball State. Like Miami, a you know, six and six. Really, this is why both teams are six and six. But North Texas has rattled off five in a row, including. What was a huge upset? My darling, Texas San Antonio. They they beat San Antonio handedly. Uh, so they're they're running here on a five game winning streak, putting up points. Uh, I don't think Miami actually stands a chance here. North Texas is getting points. This is crazy. I think they win the game outright. But I'll take the three and put a dime on the main green.
3: I. I i'm not touching this i mean the mean green yeah you're right they ran off five in a row and are they going to run out of gas that's the only question in this situation a lot of times when you see those teams that have to go on a winning streak at the end of the year just to reach a bowl game uh you know they they run out of gas and they run out of the passion that that got them to that point you know they're satisfied with where they're mm-hmm. at um mm-hmm. I, i'd lean miami in this for that reason but Again, two six and six teams. I don't know what the motivation for either one's going to be. I'm staying away from this one.
0: This is not a game I was really a big fan of either. I couldn't come to a, a consistent side. I, I guess I'll lean Miami of Ohio just because I had them winning more, more often than not, and it's only three. But, man, I don't like this game at all. So, good luck. Good luck, Man. I
1: figure you're leaning Miami just because I was on North Texas. No, no, no. I
0: have Miami Park. winning, but it's just an ugly game. <laughs> All right, we are looking at Toledo and Middle Tennessee here. It looks like Middle Tennessee is plus. Whoa, we can get eleven if you need it.
3: I I don't need it. I don't want it because I'm laying it in this game. Mm. Um, You know, again, Middle Tennessee, one of those teams that that qualified with a last you know last game of the year win against Florida Atlantic. Toledo puts up points. I think this is going to be a a track meet battle. Um, I, I, I think Toledo's just too strong offensively for him and is going to be able to get into the 40s if not Higher. Um, the weather sometimes concerning in the Bahamas Bowl, not because it's not sunny and warm, but the wind sometimes there in the past has gotten really ugly in this game. So that would be my only concern. I would definitely check the weather forecast tomorrow for the Bahamas to see what it's going to look like before getting on this. But I'm going to get on Toledo, lay the ten, and for for a quarter.
0: Make sure there's no snow or tornadoes or anything. Okay. Oh, gotcha.
1: I don't think we're going to have that problem. Oh, okay. Okay. Just check. <clears throat> You know, I, I, the thing that's got me thrown off here, so listen to Toledo's last, what, five games. They scored 49, 35, 49, 49 and a loss, and 34. The total, though, is 49 and a half. Like, I, I'm, I'm very yeah. perplexed. You know, Zebra just said we could be a shootout here. 49 and a half just seems like an incredibly low number. If it's that low and Toledo's putting up points, that means middle Tennessee's not scoring. Um, I, you know, I'm looking here 27, 17, 50 against Florida International. But this is really more of like a 24-point team. I think Toledo covers, uh, I just couldn't get there. I I'm not been a bunch of six and six teams here. Um, but so I'll lean Toledo, but I'm not on it. Yeah, you know, it opened at like what
0: fifty-five, fifty-four and a half, and now it's down to forty-nine and a half. I don't know. I don't know. Just something to keep an eye on. I'm going to lean Toledo, too, minus the points, but it's too many points to bet. I, for, I Two teams I don't really know much about. All right. Next up, we are looking at Coastal Carolina playing Northern Illinois. Uh, looks like Northern Illinois is plus 11.
3: Uh, not a side that I like on this game. It's the total. Uh, the Coastal mm-hmm. Carolina likes to score. They like to give up points. And... The Michigan State transfer Rocky Lombardi has taken Northern Illinois from a winless season to a MAC championship and they're putting up points. I mean, they're getting 40, 39, 47, 30, 33, 21, 41. They score, Coastal loves to score. I think this thing flies way over the 63 and it does it quickly. I'm taking the over in this game for
1: 25. All right. Yeah, I gave this I I really gave this game a hard look cuz I like both these teams. You know, Coastal I think had dreams of bigger things, but they you know, they lost two games. That Georgia State loss really kind of sticks out. Uh, their defense kind of doesn't get talked about though. Uh 21-21 8 um 28 against Troy. So for this to get over 63, like I think you need both teams into the 30s. I don't know more than Illinois gets there. Um, I'm going to lean Northern Illinois plus the 11. That's just way too many points. Um, but I'm not sure this gets over the 63. I'm, I'm looking at the under there. Mm, okay. Uh,
0: gun to my head. I would probably have leaned Coastal Carolina spread total. I'm, I'm terrible at totals. Just terrible. So I'll defer to Sex Panther and Chubby Zebra's wisdom in this one.
3: That's well, it one you. of us is going to be right. Yeah,
0: exactly right. You just pick, take your pick. Take your pick. Uh, that's it for you, Zebra. That was your. That was just the. I'm, that's I'm done. All right. Old Dominion versus Tulsa next up. Uh, this one is nine and a half. And no matter how I slice the numbers, it looked like Old Dominion should be able to keep it within nine and a half. Two, six, and six teams playing each other. I just think it's going to be closer than the than Vegas does. So I'm going to put 25 bucks on the Monarchs. <laughs>
1: You know, Old Dominion. It wasn't too long ago we'd throw them in the same conversation as UMass and UConn and these you know garbage teams. Then they they've rattled off five in a row themselves, uh, putting up 56 points, 24, 30, 47. Like they found an offense and started to score. But this has been typically a borderline division two school. And even though Tulsa has a six and six record, I think they played stiffer competition, better competition. They've had better success. Their losses, you know, they lost to the Bearcats by eight, Navy by three. I just think, despite the record, Tulsa is the much better team. Uh, I think they can cover the nine and a half. I just don't know enough about Old Dominion to pull the trigger. I'll lean Tulsa, but I'm off this game. Okay.
3: You know, again, we talk about six and six teams. Tulsa wins three straight to get bowl eligible. Old Dominion wins five straight to get bowl eligible. This game doesn't even need to be played. <laughs> just go 15 miles down the down the coast, get over to Myrtle Beach, have a beach party. Everybody be happy about themselves that they got there. Take the swag bags and go home. This game sucks.
0: Oh, there you go. That's, well, that's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping for an ugly-ass game where, you know, just they struggle to score points. All right, Kent State, Wyoming. Last up for me, um, man. No matter again, no matter how I looked at it, it looked to me like Kent State should be able to keep it within three and a half to four points of Wyoming. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put 25 bucks
1: on the Golden Flashes. Is every single MAC team playing in a bowl game before Christmas? I think so. But I th- this is ridiculous. Uh, I'm not seven and six going against six and six. Another game that probably doesn't need to be played. You know, on the on the surface, it looks like that they're relatively even, but Kent State, man, 480 yards of offense, but then not to be outdone, they give up damn near 470 yards on defense. So um, (laughs) they'll give them as much as they'll take them. Wyoming lost to Hawaii. They lost to Boise State, San Jose State. Like they they've lost. To really good teams, they beat Utah State. That's a big get. Um, I think Wyoming's just the the better team. I'll lean Wyoming, but I I'm not betting this game. You know, I, I I looked at this one and I and I liked Kent State, and,
3: but but I can't go there. This game's being played in Boise, Idaho. Those guys from Kent State are going to get there and go. Where in the hell are we? What are we doing here? It's it's territory that Wyoming's used to. That's why I think they're the field goal favorite, just because it's it's familiar home territory for them. I lean Kent State, but I can't play it just for the just because of the venue.
0: That's it? You think the weather's going to be a factor? Or you think it's I don't know just about the weather. Disappointment.
3: I, think I think they're going to look around and go, Service. where are we? What are we doing here? <laughs> they
1: they will tell did the difference between the goal line and the end zone.
3: Did the pilot pilot make a wrong turn? Why is it so cold? What was going on? Yeah, and, and then the disappointment's going to set in, and it's going to be an ugly game. But <laughs> guess, what? guess what? We're all going to watch it because it's football on TV in the middle of the do. week.
0: Yeah, it's on a week. Tuesday. Right, what are we going to do, talk to our wives? <laughs> <Yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, boy. All right. Well, that's it. We got the first uh, week of bowl games in the books. Zebra, do you have any thoughts, any warnings, anything, any sage no, wisdom? No, I
3: mean, like like I said at the beginning, just before you bet any of these things, especially the first week of bowl games, check for cooties because that you, you got to find where the coaches are, are leaving and coordinators are leaving and players are opting out and hitting the transfer portals and who's playing and who's not so mm-hmm. this this is i mean you got to do your homework find a find a local beat writer for these teams follow them on twitter uh just get some information about them before you go out there and play somebody because you think they looked good during the regular season
1: because it might not be the same team you know this transfer portal thing is going to be interesting because now when a guy like Dion sanders a division two school is getting the number one guy in an entire recruiting class are some of these transfers going to go down to Jackson State, too? Like, the entire game has been changed now, and I'm not sure it's for the better. All right.
0: Panther, take it home.
1: Uh, I'll take it home. We're trying to get out of here with the Panther parlay. Uh, I'm going to take a bunch of points. Can going to take the dogs here. Eastern Michigan, uh, Utah State, and North Texas. Let's put those three together. That'll be your Panther parlay. Then you guys can uh, let us know what you're going to do this week. Maybe post them on Twitter and let, us, and let us know what games you guys are going to do. And um, But uh, most importantly, I just need you guys to get on there and make some money fools.
2: Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents.